An unathletic alligator with terrible arthritis escapes a zoo. A woman swears by her urine facials. And Red Bull and vodka is scientifically proven to start fights, a new study says. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. Hear that? Very echoey. Let's go. An unathletic alligator with terrible arthritis and depression escapes from a zoo. The owner of a Wisconsin zoo is stupefied over how his unathletic and overweight alligator somehow got loose. Steve Doc Hopkins of Doc's Zoo at Doc's Harley Davidson and <laughs> this is a this is a Harley Davidson slash zoo. What a strange combo platter of a business this is. <laughs> oh man, I thought the dart store and fishing tackle place was weird. The zoo slash Harley Davidson shop really takes the cake in Wisconsin. <laughs> Doc, uh, how high are you? Seriously. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. You know, I like Harleys. I like wild animals, especially alligators with arthritis. Maybe I'll just combine my two favorite things in this world. My dream is to ride with a polar bear on top of my Harley. <laughs> Well, anyways, Doc Hopkins, the proprietor of Doc's Zoo and Harley-Davidson, noticed his alligator was missing over the weekend. Of the zoo's four total animals kept in the zoo's outdoor pen, only one escaped. This one's name is Rex. <laughs> He's got four. This is a zoo. The zoo should be in quotes. This ain't a zoo. This is like someone's private wild animal sanctuary. It should have at least... 20 animals to be considered a zoo, in my opinion. I'm, I'm not an authority on zoos, but who's paying admission to see four animals outside in a pen? I mean, do you give, do you give an animal away when, you, when they buy a Harley? Like, what? I have so many questions about Doc's Harley-Davidson slash zoo. Uh, here's a, a quote from Doc. We came out to feed the gators today. We? You have multiple employees to feed your four total animals at your zoo? <laughs> we came out to feed the gators today. One of them was missing. There was no sign of the enclosure being breached in any way or the gator digging underneath or anything like that. It's just very strange. This has never happened before. Only thing I can think is maybe he was, he was pumping iron all during COVID or something. Planning his escape. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Doc, you have quite a sense of humor. Exactly what I would expect from a man who owns a zoo slash motorcycle business. Doc warned the public to be careful if they encounter his alligator Rex, but then said, you know, not really because he has failing health. He probably can't do much damage to anybody. Well, I'll tell you, that gator is very unathletic and quite overweight. You know, he can barely open his jaws up. He's got terrible arthritis in his jaws. If he can open up his jaw an inch and a half, well, that's a lot. The most he could do is probably slap you with his tail if he gets a little ornery, and that is, that's only if, if you get close and maybe upset him. Despite joking about the escape artist alligator's grand exit, Doc Hopkins said he's saddened to have lost the animal that's been with him for 35 years. Well, I'm, I've never even had a problem with them thinking about getting out, getting out of there. We're just, you know, I'm just heartbroken that he's gone and he's out there all alone. You know, how you gonna, how you gonna survive with some arthritis with a gator? He can't really chew his own food these days. I've been feeding him through a tube. 
I don't know how he's going to just last out there. I hope somebody could find him and bring him back. You know, that's all I can hope for. Meanwhile, guys, we got a sale on, on Harley's going on right now. We got the COVID sale. Come and get yourself, buy one, get one free. <laughs> buy two Harleys, I'll give you a free muskrat, okay? Right from Mizzou. A woman swears by her urine facials. <laughs> I just did a, a story about period blood face masks, and now I've come across a urine facial. Um, I can't really wrap my head around the issue with the strange substances that um, I'm going to say mostly females are putting on their face these days, but I don't know. Maybe we can learn something here. The article says there are hundreds of weird and wonderful beauty hacks that people swear by. One woman might have trumped them all after she admitted to rubbing her own urine on her skin and drinking it, claiming it has improved her health. (laughs) No, no, no. Drinking urine doesn't improve your health, does it? This is new to me. Uh, I saw Bear Grylls drink his own urine out of a snakeskin on one of his shows. I thought that was badass. But if you have other beverage options, why would you choose your own urine? There's a lot of other beverages that seem to me to be healthier. Like, what about wheatgrass? Wheatgrass, in my opinion, probably tastes worse than urine, but definitely for your body's health. I'm going to say thumbs up on the wheatgrass. (laughs) What's the name of this maniac, by the way? Her name is Grace. Grace Jones, age 32. She's been gulping, snorting, and rubbing her own urine. How do you snort urine, Grace? Could you please show us that on video? How do you snort urine? That seems strange to me. She rubs it on her skin. She drinks it. She puts it in her hair, in her eyes. In fact, she drinks a glass of pee first thing in the morning. No, you don't, Grace. I don't believe you. She claims it has already cured her bad eyesight, eczema, anxiety, depression, and high blood pressure. How? How? How does drinking urine cure your eyesight? That makes absolutely no scientific sense. Eczema. Are you okay? (laughs) High blood pressure. No! She lives in San Diego, so right down the road from me. She says, here's a quote from her. I I ingest it, snort it, pour it into my eyes, rub it on my hands, rub it in my skin. I like to wee into a cup in the morning, drink it straight away. During the day, I pee into a jar. I save it because the more the more it's aged, the more potent the nutrients are. No, I call bullshit. Grace, is this article even real? Don't tell me I came across another fake article. This, this happens a couple times a year. Hold on a second. I can't seem to get to the bottom of whether or not this article is real or not. There's photos of her eczema up close. She says that she decided to start practicing urine therapy, as she calls it, two weeks ago after she saw a post on social media encouraging people to try it. However, there is no scientific evidence showing any medical benefits to the practice, and most doctors and medical experts recommend people avoiding ingesting urine. Yeah, no crap. Urine contains waste products. Yes, we know. According to Healthline.com, water makes up 91 to 96% of urine, and the rest is made from salts, ammonia, and other byproducts that are not really meant to stay in the body. So if you drink them, you're putting them back in your body, Grace. In addition to urine therapy, Grace is also, oh, I don't even want to read. What have you also done to yourself, Grace? What other terrible decisions are you making in your life based around your health? And crap, you read online. Grace adopted a plant-based diet. Well, that just seems contradictory. You have a plant-based diet, but you're drinking your own urine? What are you doing? She says she also has cut down her alcohol consumption, 
Well, good for you, Grace. I'm happy for you that you've cut down on your alcohol consumption. But you know what's worse than drinking beer? Drinking your pee, Grace. She says, I was skeptical at first about drinking my urine, and it took me a while to get over the stigma of it. (laughs) Please don't get over the stigma of it, Grace. Please jump back into the stigma. She says, I wanted to get off my blood pressure medication. Oh, and this was your brilliant idea. She says, I was searching for alternative methods, so when I saw someone on Instagram teaching urine therapy, I also I just fell right into it. Grace, there's so many alternative methods. Go see a shaman for crying out loud. Go get some Reiki on your tits. I mean, do something else, man. <laughs> I, don't know, but I don't know why I said Reiki on your tits. That's strange to say. Just kind of fell out of my mouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> Grace, here's another quote, quote from Grace. I can't. Grace, she's got a boyfriend. What? She says, I haven't told my boyfriend yet. Well, he knows now because you just told the world, you nincompoop. She says, I haven't told my boyfriend yet because I don't think his reaction will be positive. I'm just waiting for the right time. I have my own bathroom so I can keep it hidden. (laughs) You're a maniac, Grace. Yeah, well, where are you hiding the jars of aged urine (laughs) that you've been creating? Oh, I keep them in barrels like whiskey in the basement. This one aged 12 years. I can't wait to drink this tub of pee-pee. Ladies, I'm just going to tell you straight out. Stop putting all this crap on your face, man. All right? Just stop it. In the great words of Billy Joel, I love you just the way you are. (laughs) Don't go drinking your aged urine. (laughs) I'd rather you go back to beers. Mm -hmm. Red Bull and vodka is scientifically proven to start fights, a new study says. You didn't have to spend money on this, scientists. We all knew this already. (laughs) Here we go. Mixing vodka and Red Bull is a popular concoction for those trying to stay alert while drinking and happen to be all out of cocaine. (laughs) However, a new study published in the Journal of Psychiatric Research suggests this potent mixture of Red Bull and vodka actually compounds the effects of heavy drinking, increases the risk of fighting increases the risk of violence, increases the participation in risky behaviors, increases the ass grabbing that goes on. In other words, Red Bull vodka has turned people into belligerent bros. Bro, dude, can I get a round of Red Bull vodka for me and my bros? It's just me and my Ben Roethlisberger bros, guys. We're gonna follow some ladies into bathrooms tonight. <laughs> more Red Bull, more vodka. Wee! Yes. Well, I'm speaking to Science Daily. The study co-author, Dr. Matt Parker. He's from the University of Portsmouth. He he had the following quote. This study is the first to show that Red Bull and vodka together may be exacerbating some of the negative effects of binge drinking. Here's my question in confusion, Dr. Matt Parker of the University of Portsmouth. How do you and your cohorts convince some rich people sitting around an oaken desk to fund your Red Bull vodka study? I want to be in the room when that happens. So we're really getting down to science, guys. Yeah, we want to put, we, need, we only need a few million dollars. We want to study whether or not Red Bull and vodka really makes people wasted and fight and make stupid decisions. <laughs> How do you look an educator in the face <laughs> when you're putting this on? It's unbelievable the kind of crap that researchers are wrapping their money around these days. Ridiculous. 
There's so many better things to do with your money. This is shit we already knew. You're either spending money studying stuff we already know, or you're studying stuff that's completely useless, like whether or not an eel enjoys a Big Mac. <laughs> I'm tired of this. There's so many better places to put your money, researchers. Do any scientists listen to my show? You oughta. You wouldn't even need to go any further than this podcast. <laughs> you question your existence. Let's find out what, how they wasted the money. Okay. So they wanted to test how alcohol and taurine, which is the key energy ingredient in beverages like Red Bull, altered the behavior of, guess what, guys? Humans? No, no, no. Not in the study. They used fish. Yeah, fish. 192 zebra fish they gave Red Bull and vodka. Are you out of your mind, scientists? How do you justify your paycheck? How do you look at your spouse in the face at the end of the day when you go home and you spend all afternoon giving a zebra fish Red Bull and vodka? Pretending like you're doing high things. High things. <laughs> These are high things. It's as though you're high. How do you look your spouse and your, your co-workers in the face when this is what you're doing with your life? Giving zebrafish Red Bull and vodka and writing down what happens. Wow. <laughs> Colleges. It's $60,000 a year for what? For what, I ask you? To make doctors like this guy, Matt Parker, very just useful people in our culture. Good job, everybody. They divided the fish into two groups. Can you guess what they did, guys? Yeah, they gave Red Bull and vodka to one of the groups. <laughs> and nothing to the other one. And then they noticed, what did they notice? Well, they noticed that the zebra fish were making very lewd comments on the other fish that were wearing half shirts at the bar. <laughs> they were inviting everybody over to their frat house to play beer pong after it as well. It was very strange what these zebra fish were doing at the bar when they were all hopped up on the Red Bull taurine. Wow, are you a waste? Scientists concluded that the fish... Can we even call you scientists? Really? I can't even do it. We call you dumbasses. The dumbasses concluded that the fish exposed to both alcohol and Red Bull displayed more risky behavior, spending longer time on the, on the stripper pole. <laughs> uh, they had fewer social interactions with the other fish as well. Well, that, doesn't that throw a monkey wrench into your plan there? Because when you drink Red Bull vodka, you actually are more socially interactive I know from firsthand experience, everybody knows this. <sighs> I need a drink. Hey, thanks for joining me for this episode. Hand in hand, we made it to the end. I appreciate your loyal listenership, everybody. That was one hoot of a podcast, wasn't it? I got pretty angry. Uh, Jonesy's a little overly uh, caffeinated per usual. I got a nice review and I want to give some love to DJ Murda. DJ Murder 109 left me an Apple Podcast review and it's tremendous. Let me read it to you. Five stars from DJ Murder Shiro. Uh, DJ Murder writes good stuff. Give him a listen. I've been listening faithfully for about three years. It's funny. He's funny. But keep the bashing to a minimum, okay? The man does five shows a week at no charge. And a lot of Patreon content for the price of a cup of coffee a month. Jonesy is sincere open-minded and level-headed plus florida fridays is a trip yo well i love all of that i've never been called level-headed but i like that <laughs> level-headed i don't know if i am but i am sincere i'm very sincere i am open-minded for the most part and uh and i do do five shows a week at no charge so thank you dj murder for bringing that to everybody's attention 
And in a way, you know, you're kind of like pimping out my Patreon for me, so I don't have to do it, which is tremendous. Thank you so much, DJ Murder 109. I don't know where you're from, DJ Murder 109, except for the United States is what it says, but you are awesome, and I appreciate you um, listening faithfully for three years now. Man, thank you. Thank you so much for your loyal listenership and your awesome review. Tremendous review, man. Love it. I uh, also want to give love to someone who joined the Patreon. Someone named Adam. Adam Thoreau. You're a beast. Adam Thoreau joined the Patreon a couple of days ago. I forgot to give you a shout out. Please forgive me. But now I'm giving you a shout out. Big time all-star, Adam Thoreau. Please, Adam, enjoy all of the Patreon content that lies therein. And I know you are because you sent me a note on Twitter saying how much you love the Florida Man Christmas song. So yeah, you guys, if you join the Patreon, you get to download some songs that I wrote for this podcast, such as the Florida Man Christmas song, which is a doozy, I tell you right now. And one I can recycle every year, by the way. See, I know what I'm doing. But thank you, Adam. Please enjoy that song. Enjoy all the stuff that's in the Patreon. You guys can get a dose of the Patreon if you join, like Adam Thoreau, the friggin' all-star that he is. All-star! Adam Thoreau. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews and be like Adam Thoreau, the all-star. Or you can go to weirdafnews.com and join the Patreon from there. Uh, If you would like to call the show, 646-450-2012. If you're as pissed off as I am at the world, just call. Um, Or if you're sick of me, just call. You can email me too, funnyjones at gmail.com. I appreciate the emails. I've been getting a lot of articles lately and I appreciate that very, very much. And uh, follow me on the social media at Funny Jones to see if I'm doing any shows in your area. Probably not for a while, but you never know. Things are opening up. Shows are coming back. Jonesy's going to be getting himself out there. And if you'd like to see me, you know, follow me. At Funny Jones on Twitter. At Funny Jones on Instagram. That's about it. Yay!